I remember so clearly the first cafe that reached out to me to say that they were going to, um, you know, supply food to me to take photos. I just couldn't believe that was the thing. Olivia Lamperl started her Instagram page Nourishing Lively around five years ago. She now has more than 20,000 followers and helps brands with their own social media management. Last year, she also launched a small business called Melbourne with Love. It's a self-love care package which supports small businesses and helps people in Australia to feel connected again. So I'm Liz. I kind of have a few things happening at the moment, so not just one I obviously have my small business that is Melbourne with love um, but I am a freelancer so essentially that is also my business so my brand and my image is my business as well um, so I do social media management I do brand management I do marketing I do a bit of everything basically clients and companies come to me with their marketing social media needs and then yeah, I manage their accounts for them, um, build strategies for them, and then see them through. So um, at the moment, I have how many do I have now? I have about six or seven full-time clients, um, which take up a large portion of my time at the moment. Um, but yeah, Melbourne with Love is probably the business side of things. It's my baby, my actual pride and joy. Something that I really, really enjoy. Um, so yeah, that's probably my small biz, I would say. Um, yeah. Yeah. That would be, that'd be me. <laughs> I'm busy, always doing something. <laughs> of, of course. Um, before I get onto Melbourne with love, can you just give us like a little bit more information about, you know, your personal brand? How did you go yeah. from the beginning to now go to 20,000 followers? You know, is it something that people source for you out because they want you to do their branding as well? Can you give us a little bit of a background about, you know, firstly how it really took off and now how you yeah. attract those clients? So basically um, I've always kind of been, oh, people used to call me in college like a social media stain. I was always like wanting to share every little bit of my life and, you know, wanting to capture everything. I've always been big on taking photos and, like, securing memories and things like that. So when I uh, moved to Melbourne to study at uni, I was basically obviously moved out of home, so I was forced to kind of focus a lot more on my health um, and things like that because I was having to buy my own food and, I don't know, I just became a lot more health conscious because I had to make the decisions myself from the from the beginning um so like normally you get your cupboard filled by your parents and like you just eat whatever <laughs> but when you're having to pay for it yourself you kind of are a lot more conscious about what you're putting your money into and what you're putting in your body so yeah I guess that kind of shifted my um mentality on health and wellness and I was also studying sport and exercise science so I just became a lot more health conscious and um yeah I was making really nice food and breakfast and things and um one of my friends just said to me like why are you doing this if no one can kind of see it um and at the time her sister had a page so she was like oh you should do something like this and yeah that's kind of where my instagram began i just started taking photos of my breakfast like my smoothie rolls and yeah grew from there to slowly get collaborations with cafes um 
like I remember the first I remember so clearly the first cafe that reached out to me to say that they were gonna um, you know supply food for me to take photos. I just couldn't believe that was a thing. So yeah, that kind of took off. Maybe it would have been maybe two and a half years ago now. So it took a fair while. Like I started my page maybe five years ago now. So it was pretty slow for the first three or so years. Um, and then I think when I started maybe showing a bit more transparency and more of like my personal brand and my myself, that's when a lot more um, people really joined the journey, I guess. Like when I was sharing about my skin, um, that's when things, you know, really took off. Um, and yeah, from there, I'm now in a situation where I have brands, yeah, reach out to me and say, you know, um, would you like to manage our pages? Um, you know, do you manage pages? What do you do kind of thing? Um, yeah, so brands that I worked with in the beginning that I literally worked with in exchange for products, I'm now receiving pretty much a full-time income from, which is pretty crazy. Um, so, yeah, I've pretty much built myself a full-time income off Instagram which I never thought was actually a thing like you hear about it but yeah I mean I think I don't know a number on a page can be one thing um in terms of following but it's what you do with that that really counts so yeah I just made sure that I took opportunities and networked where I could so that I could um give myself the best opportunity to kind of yeah make it a living rather than just the page. And after all of that and you've got everything going on, you know, with your own brand, can you talk about how Melbourne with Love was born? Yeah, so basically 2020 was a shit year, <laughs> sum it up. I was at the time, at the beginning of 2020, I had secured myself a full-time role with a coffee and milk company, but it was my first actual full-time gig out of uni. And then obviously COVID happened and, you know, things started happening. People started getting cut. And because I was one of the last that they had employed, um, I lost my role. Uh, so from there, I kind of freaked out a little bit because I've never been someone who has been without a job before. I've always had things happening. Um, so luckily, I did still have a bit of freelancing on the side, but I wanted something um, to invest a bit of my time in. I was spending, obviously, a lot of time at home being in lockdown. Um, I was isolated from my friends and family. Um, yeah, so I was just feeling super alone and distant um, and wanted something to kind of put my mental energy into. Um, and I wanted to support small businesses because I know how hard it's been this year for them or last year for them. Um so, yeah, just tried to come up with a way that I could both support people mentally and also small businesses. Um, and, yeah, that's where Melbourne with Love came to life. I wanted kind of something that um, people who weren't together were able to send each other, um, I don't know, to cheer, cheer you up or, you know, show that they're still thinking of you and, yeah, kind of a bit of a self-love um, package as well seeing that so many people were struggling mentally um, and were, like, away from family and friends. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of where that began. I just wanted to put my energy into something and not focus on being at home 24-7 and going mentally insane. <laughs> I've always loved, you know, gifting 
things to people and coming up with really cool present ideas. So that's something that I kind of encompassed as well with the packages. But yeah, kind of gone from there, really. Can you sum up what is Melbourne with love? So it is a self-care, self-love care package company, I guess, um, that supports small Melbourne businesses. Um, But yeah, where I can, I'm trying to stay local Melbourne business. Um, And yeah, each of the care packages has a different theme or different content. But um, yeah, all of them are small Melbourne businesses that have either been born um, out of this COVID situation or have really struggled during this time. So um, yeah, it just allows people in Australia to feel connected again. Um, You know, we're all kind of isolated from each other at the moment and can't um, travel as much as we'd like to with border closures and things. So yeah, it's just a nice way to send something to someone you love who might be interstate um, to say that you you know, thinking of them and, yeah. Yeah, and can you talk about when you were growing up, you know, was making a business always something that you wanted to do or is this, you know, just learning as you went because you had this idea and you just had to make it work? I would say, like, if you were to speak to my parents, they would say that I've always been very business-minded. Um, <laughs> from making, like, lemonade stands on the side of the road to, like, I was selling little cards at school, like, I'd make you know, birthday cards and things and sell them at school for people to, like, give to their family members and stuff. So I've always been very, not money-driven, but just, like, really craving success, I guess. So, yeah, that's something I've always had. And then um, growing up, I like, I had a little jewellery business when I was in year seven, I think. And then I've always worked multiple jobs. Like, I've just always, yeah, wanted to be successful, I guess. And, like... Yeah, my, I think I got that from my dad. Like, my dad has worked his ass off since he was about, well, I don't know, 16, 15. So it just, I think, seeing that growing up, I've just wanted to follow in his footsteps. Um, yeah, I think I've always been, I've always had that business mind and kind of wanted to be some kind of entrepreneur. Um, so, yeah, it's always kind of been, been there for me since I was little, I'd say. Oh, that's so nice. And and I guess you had this idea to start. How did you start? What was the first thing that you did? Oh, God. Um, so I have a friend that I brain bump to on the regular. Um, her and I have been friends since, God, um, year three, I think. So we were about eight when we met. Um, and she's, I just idolised her. She's such a successful businesswoman. She's in HR and just, honestly, she's... Yeah, incredible. Very, very smart. Um, and we just always bounce off each other all the time with crazy, wacky ideas. And it ends up us talking for, you know, two hours and then being like, oh, nah, we won't do that. But whatever. Um, but this time I just said to her, you know, what do you think about this? I just really want to find something to put my time and energy into. And she was like, 100% do it. I think you should. It's the perfect time. Um, yeah, so she just kind of made me or forced me to make um, the next step. And, yeah, I just think because I did have more time than I'm used to, I was like, if not now, then when? So, yeah, she kind of made me take that leap and, yeah, haven't really looked back since, which is good. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And can you talk about, you know, the first thing that you did, 
how difficult did you find navigating, you know, registering a business name, setting up a website? Obviously, you had the social media things down pat, but how did you go with the other side of the business, I guess the uglier side of the business? Yeah, um, I did a lot of Googling and a lot of YouTubing, but um, I'm lucky. I have quite a big network in terms of um, both on social media and, you know, my tight-knit circle of friends that are all very switched on um, and, I guess, um, specialised in their areas. So, yeah, I just I feel like I've got a really good circle around me that is broad enough that I can kind of ask you know, ask around and get a bit of help. I've got quite a few people who have started businesses around me, so I was able to kind of, you know, sit down with them and have a chat. And, um, yeah, I'm just very lucky that I'm able to just give someone a call and, um, you know, pick their brain for half an hour or whatever about how they began or what they did to kind of start a business. I also had a fair bit of... um, e-commerce background from my marketing role so um, quite a large portion of it was e-commerce because of the COVID shift so um, obviously everything went digital when COVID happened um, or more so than it already was Um, but yeah I did a lot of e-commerce in that role before I finished so um, in terms of Shopify I knew a lot of the back-end stuff I was able to navigate a lot of it on my own Um, but yeah the things that I didn't know I, yeah, either reached out to people or um, Googled YouTube. I watched a lot of YouTube tutorials. Um, I follow quite a few like business coaches um, and mentors on Instagram. So it was just a matter of like having a look at some of their pages and seeing if they had, you know, questions written in about the same thing I was struggling with or, yeah, I just kind of navigated it that way in terms of, asking where I could and researching where I could. Yeah, I think probably the one thing I struggled with the most was a few of the add-ons and back-end of Shopify. But aside from that, it was um, trying to find, you know, small things like packaging and things like that, Um, shipping. All of those little nitty-gritties were the stuff that I think kept me up at night trying to find you know, you always want something affordable um, in a business and with my business model, I'm not making much profit at all. So where I could, I wanted to, you know, cut costs and be able to keep the prices low for people. Um, so, yeah, that was probably the part that was the most longest process um, and most difficult for sure. Absolutely. And is it just you working, I guess you've got some help from others on the side, but is it just you working on Melbourne with Love or is it a team effort now? I've just got my, it's just me, um, but I do collaborate a lot where I can. Um, as I said, I've got a lot of friends who have small businesses as well, so it's, it's really nice to be able to work together um, in terms of, you know, I'm wanting to support them and broaden their exposure by having them in my boxes. So, um, you know, being able to work with them in terms of um, coming up with ideas and fresh box ideas and things like that. Like, I, I definitely work alone in terms of I'm the only person at Melbourne with love, but I'm definitely not alone. I've got a lot of supportive people around me that, um, yeah, really help me when I need it. And now that we're not in lockdown, I've got people, you know, if I get quite a few orders through, you know, my mates will come over and have a drink and dinner and pack with me. Um, whereas when I was 
when we're in lockdown, I was packing boxes until, you know, 3, 4 a.m. in the morning by myself in this tiny apartment. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's certainly just me, but, yeah, in the broader spectrum, there's a lot of people that are helping. Definitely. I'm, I'm very lucky. <laughs> Yeah, and I suppose what's the biggest lesson, and still, you know, quite an early business, but what's the biggest lesson you've learned so far? Um, I'm definitely, yeah, still, still learning, still learning a lot. Um, it's more just finding time for myself. Um, I've always been someone who is go, 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 um, and always crams as much in as I possibly can. Um, and during lockdown, I did have you know, a bit of extra time, so that was why I started the business. Um, and I think now that things are back up and running again, my life back to a hectic schedule, um, I'm definitely finding that I'm a yes person and I'm saying yes to everything and I'm trying to um, cram everything in and it's probably not sustainable. Um, so, yeah, just learning that balance, I think, for me. Um, I obviously have... So many ideas um, and so many things that I want to bring out with the business, but it's, it's a matter of the timing and I want to make sure that I, A, have the time to release them, but also the time to execute them properly because I'm a perfectionist. Um, so, yeah, I think the biggest lesson I'm learning is to say, say no um, and, yeah, just only put as much on your plate as you can handle. So, still learning it, but <laughs> probably... Yeah, being an eye-opening experience for me now that I do have a business because you can actually let people down um, more so than, I guess, just mentally. You do get actual, you know, complaints and it does reflect on your brand. So, yeah, I guess I can't bite off more than I can chew. I need to make sure I can manage things and execute things properly before I really commit to them. So, yeah, just learning that balance is going to take time. Well, for sure, I think a lot of us struggle with that, but you definitely have to look after you first. I guess, is there any chance that you can share what the next goal is that you're working on? Um, so, yeah, we've got a few cool um, boxes coming that are... Um, one is hopefully launching in the next day or so, um, and it's a self-love box. So, um, yeah, kind of harping on that Valentine's, but being your own Valentine um, and looking after you, something that's super important um, to me. So, yeah, just got a few boxes coming. Um, other than that, not too much. I'm going to really take it a bit easier this year in terms of not overdoing it um, and just trying to really fine-tune what I've already got happening um, before I go on and... I've got plenty of ideas in my head, um, always coming up with new ideas, but I think I just need to sit on these two um, for the next year and, or at least the next six months, <laughs> and then really Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it and being so open and honest. You're welcome, girl. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs>